What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Corey Yell, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all already know that I truly, truly believe that you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work for it. Now, today we have a special episode of Girl Stop Playing for y'all. I think we're at episode 25, y'all. Like, this thing is flying by. Y'all already know YouTube finally put some respect on my name. We are monetized. I done made like $42, and you can't tell me no thing, okay? You can go ahead and make it 50 by dropping your girl a super chat. You know they're going to take a percentage of it, so keep that in mind. But I do appreciate the support um, for everyone who has subscribed to the show. We just hit 3,000 subscribers, and I am so intentional about mentioning all of these small milestones because when I pop up like, yo, we hit a milli, y'all are going to remember just how excited I was about hitting that 3,000. So, got to start somewhere, and I'm so so excited to have such a supportive audience that has been down with me thus far now this is going to be a special episode as i mentioned um it's going to be part asco because y'all been sliding in my dms with the questions and then i'm gonna bring on um somebody who's been stressing me out already y'all it's gonna be a stressful show but we gonna go ahead and do what needs to be done okay because you already know i'm here to bring you the information and the conversation that can really help us move this thing forward so today's topic is all about money like my favorite thing to talk about but we're gonna talk about like the fun side and the stressful side it's just a second. We, we're going to talk about the fun side first. But the Ask Cold conversation is really centered around this whole recession thing. Y'all have been sliding in my DMs, sending, submitting questions um, about like how you can prepare, what you should be doing. And even though... I do not subscribe to any fear-based agendas. Like, I don't believe we should start acting out of fear. I do believe in preparation. Okay, so I want to just talk about um, the mindset that I think it kind of takes to not stress out about all of the things that we could possibly potentially be stressing out about right now. Because one of the things that I truly believe is that you don't have a money problem you probably have a mindset problem and your mindset is probably keeping you from making the money that you deserve and desire. One of the reasons um, why you are probably overlooking some of your opportunities is because you're probably using an outdated blueprint for how you can get paid. Now, I'm not going to tell my age, but most of us grew up believing or being taught that we have to go to school get the good grades, go to college, 
get the degree, get the good job with what? Those good government benefits, okay, in order to live the good life. And even though that was the roadmap, the recipe for success for most of our parents, that is kind of an outdated blueprint. And so if you are only thinking that your income has to be tied to your title, then you might get left behind. And it could be really scary times. We know COVID came through and like totally switched up um, the way we were thinking, the way we were working, the way we were operating. And one of the things that really became apparent is that you cannot rely on one stream of income, one source for your so-called security. That can drive you insane, okay? So I want to share with y'all just a couple of mindset principles that I think will help you get your mind right so you can get your money up, okay? So the first one I already shared, you don't have a, mind, a money problem, you have a mindset problem. And admitting it is like the first step. Realizing that maybe the way you've been thinking about making money has been keeping you you from making the money that you deserve. The second thing that I need for y'all to understand is you already got the skills to pay the bills. Hopefully that is a word of encouragement to someone who's been scrolling on Instagram, looking at all the girls doing all the things, trying to figure out like, where can I get in? How can I get in where I fit in? Well, one of the things that I need for you to do is start surveying those skills. Most of us are overlooking the things that we really could be using to make money every single day. I believe every day can be payday. And it's not just a belief. It is a reality for me. And I don't have anything inside of me that you don't have access to inside of you. So I need for you to understand that if you're going to turn every day into payday, if you're going to stop living that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, then you really have to understand that you already have what it takes. And so one of the ways that you can really start getting down to the bottom of like how you can monetize some of your skills is really just surveying your skills. Like what are some of the things that come naturally to you? What are those things that people always ask you for help with? What are those things that are like ABC, one, two, three, like super simple, super basic, you know it like the back of your hand. Those are the things that you can literally use right now today. You already have access to it and you can use it to monetize. And so surveying your skills is really going to help you figure out how you can use those skills to do more than just pay the bills. Okay. The third thing that I need for you to understand, y'all, and this is going to get deep. Okay. Don't be mad. But sometimes we think that we waiting on God. But God is really just waiting on you to put in that work. Y'all know that Diddy clip where it's like Diddy looking at him and then he looking at Diddy and then Diddy looking back at him. That's how God is looking at you. You looking at God like, yo, where is the blessing? And God is like, yo, where is the work? You got to give me something to bless. And so I need for you to understand that you have to be dedicating time every single day to your dreams. That's what I call the work with an E. It's the effort and the energy that you dedicate to your own dreams outside of what you do for other people. That's the work with an O. And so one of the things that I encourage my students, my clients, anybody who will listen to me, I encourage them to dedicate at least one hour each day to your work, to your own dreams, not what you're doing for anybody else. That's literally just 4% of your day. And so if you're not willing to give yourself 4%, like, what are we what are we doing here? What are we doing? So don't be sitting around waiting on God because God might be waiting on you. The next thing that I need for you to understand is that you cannot get to the prize if you don't respect the process. You got to start somewhere and you can't let the process punk you out of the prize. So, again, going back to me bragging about my forty seven dollars. I just claimed five more dollars because I really think it was $42. But going back to me being so excited about that, I, it's, it's funny, but I really am excited about it because I understand the building blocks of doing this thing, of doing this work. And so a lot of times we can look and see what somebody else has going on. And all we're thinking about when we're looking at them is what we're lacking. And so I need for you to understand that this is a process. I don't believe in like get rich quick schemes and scams. You can make a lot of money, but it might not last. So you really have to understand that you are in this for the long haul. And a lot of times, most of the time, you should be working towards pursuing your purpose and not just pursuing a paycheck anyway. OK, um, what I need for you to understand next, number five, is you cannot be scared to take calculated risks. Every loss, even the quote unquote failures, brings a lesson learned. And so there's people who are literally sitting around playing themselves 
sitting on their potential for years, going back and forth about what they could be doing, what they should be doing, how it could be better. If you're dealing with that perfect Patty syndrome, then I need you to get out of that like real quick because you are going to have to take some risks if you really want to get to your reward. And I say your reward because it's what God has for you and not what you see um, that's been called or assigned to someone else. Last but not least, you got to understand that if you're going to get what you have, what you have been born, okay, what you have been born to receive, you got to be willing to invest in the things that you believe in. And so again, tonight's conversation is all about money, but it's not just an investment of your resources. It's an investment of your time, of your energy and investing in your mindset so that you can start to do the work that's really, truly going to pay off for you. So if you are stressed out about this recession, tonight's conversation is going to help you really figure out what you can do to prepare right now. So that you can get paid every day. So three quick things. Once you've started to rewrite your beliefs with a new mindset, three things that you can do to start making more money because you like, girl, mindset, mindset, but where is the money? So the first thing you can do, survey your skills, right? So here's just a couple questions, y'all. Just a couple questions you can ask yourself. What comes naturally to you? Again, I believe that our purpose has been leaving clues for our entire lifetime. So there are things that I was doing like as a little girl that are a part of my business today. Um, so what are the things that you're naturally gifted at? What are those things that people are always asking you for help with? What are those things that you know confidently? Like if somebody called you and said, yo, I need you to fill in for this class. I don't care what you teach them, just teach them something. What would that something be? Like what would that thing be that you can just get up and off the top of your your head, you can just go. That might be a skill or information that you can turn into income. Okay. What transferable skills? This is a big one for all of my corporate ladies out there who may not think entrepreneurship is for you. And here's the thing. Full-time entrepreneurship is not for everybody, but part-time entrepreneurship surely is, okay? Multiple streams of income is for everybody. And so one of the things that you can ask yourself is what are those transferable skills? What are the things that you are doing on a daily basis? Every single day, the tasks that you're doing to make your company more money. You can literally take those same skills, transfer them into your business and get paid on your own terms, okay? So number one, you gotta survey your skills. Second thing you want to do is survey the market. So how are other people capitalizing off of similar skills? And y'all, I live by lists. So replay this, run it back. You can literally make a list of those questions, write out your skills, and then figure out like how are other people monetizing these skills? What type of people typically ask you for help? And then if they're asking you for help in this one area, what else do they need help with? Really think about how you can use this information to create additional income. People are telling us every single day what they would be willing to pay us for. We just got to listen. OK, and then last but not least, you have to be able to solve a problem. All successful entrepreneurs solve problems. So what solutions can you create to solve the problem of your ideal customer? Can you create a solution that's unique? Maybe it's more effective, more affordable, more efficient, more accessible. What kind of problem can you solve using the skills that you already possess? Three quick questions to ask yourself. Again, surveying your skills, surveying the market, solving a problem. That's how you are going to be able to get your money up after you work on getting your mind right. Now, I don't know if we got a, do we got a commercial ready? We don't have no commercial radio. I thought we was going to be real fast. I thought we was going to be real fast. It's like we're going to have a commercial for you next week. But I'm just going to go ahead and get to the stressful part of the show, y'all. I tried to stall as long as I could. The pre-show had me sweating, okay? And it was just a real quick conversation. Um, so, I'm good? Okay. So, I'm about to introduce our guest for the evening. She is no stranger to the show, y'all. You may recognize her. Episode two, I believe, way back when. Um, and she's making a reappearance here on episode 25. Mrs. Janai Thornton is in the building. She's a CPA. She's the money coach. She's been getting on my ass, y'all. And I'm glad that I can share, share, share it with y'all. Okay, I'm going to put some of the attention off on y'all. Because let me just tell y'all. Let me just tell y'all what happened before the camera started rolling. Because... 
she pulled me aside and she was like, so what are we talking about tonight? She said it in a real nice voice. So what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> and then I started talking about the, some of the questions that I had. And then she said, well, how comfortable are you talking about, you know, like you? And I was like, oh, <laughs> not really, because this is one of the topics. And y'all. I'm honest, right? That's what y'all are here for, I think. And yeah. I never, and this is this is what I told Janai, like, I, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm willing to do it because I never want to appear like I got it all together. Right. I don't think that that's a realistic uh, facade to, right. to, to put out there. Absolutely. And I think a, a lot of times people are looking at people thinking that they're perfect and then wondering why they're not. And so I never want to be that person. So as uncomfortable <laughs> as this conversation might be, it's super necessary because we always talk about making the money, but we're not ever really talking about managing the money. Mm -hmm. And we've heard the horror stories of what can happen when you aren't um, intentional about the management of your money. Right. And it doesn't matter the amount, Coriel. It's just like, don't you want to know what's happening? We've worked so hard. No, I just want to know that the money is coming in. I just want to know, okay. And then you're we, done. Yeah, and then I'm done. Then you can just kind of run from there. You're all finished. Yeah, and it, but it's not sustainable. Right. So, it and one not. of the and one of the things, um, you know, that that you were sharing with me in. Janai specializes in entertainment industry, so don't yeah. try to holler at her after right. the show. She ain't got nothing for y'all. She focuses on entertainment industry. But she mentioned, you know, over the years, the clients who were like me and was like avoiding her phone calls, oh my don't want to talk about the things. Absolutely. You can only get to a certain level. Oh. I mean, God willing, you know, anything is possible. But sure. the likelihood of you being able to get to the top of the top, not being aware of your finances is like... Um, based on my 26 years of experience, there's a direct correlation for people who are very active, who are paying attention, who want to know what's going on with their finances, with their business versus those who are like, I'm good. I don't want to talk there's about it. There's money that. in the bank, right? There's money in the bank. I'm, I'm, I'm logging in. My balance looks good. And so I'm good. You cannot successfully run your business long term based off your bank balance. We think we can. You know, because you're like, oh, I can pay my bills. I can pay my people. Oh, I have money coming in. But that's not telling you the full story. That's probably only like about 5 or 10% of the entire story. Well, what is the other 95 <laughs> if it's not your bank account? Well, because the bank account is really just telling you, obviously, where you stand. It's mm -hmm. a picture of today, but it's not telling you what has come in exactly, what's gone out. How does this compare to where you were last month, where you were first quarter last year, where mm -hmm. you were year to date this year versus last year? It's not telling you the full story. It's literally telling you about today. But there's so much more that you want to know. Don't you want to know, are you spending more? Are you spending less? Is your travel? But why don't you want to know? You know why? Because I know my husband is watching this. Right. Damn it. <laughs> because it's like when you when you know better, you got to do better. Okay. You know, like when when it's right there in black and white, when right. you're running from it, you could make up whatever you want in your head and, right. and do willy nilly, you right. know. But when you when it's right there, clear in black and white and the math ain't mathing, it's okay. not making sense. You have to make different decisions. You do, because accounting really, to me, is it's really just about organization. It's not math. Mm, organization. Organization and discipline. It's Don't. all about organization and discipline, because what you're saying is I have a system. I know what's happening with my business. It's kind of like knowing what's happening in your household, mm -hmm. knowing what's happening with your mate, knowing what's happening with your kids. Like I am aware of what's happening. And because now I'm aware if something is wrong, like ding, 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 I can pay attention to that. Or now because I've been paying attention, I can make some changes versus like now you got to dig yourself out of some crazy hole because all of these red flags or pink flags, mm -hmm. things were happening that you simply not were not paying of. attention to. But it is the foundation. Accounting is the foundation of your business. And so, Coria, I don't want you to think that means you have to be the one paying the bills and reconciling the statement. Oh, I can't reconcile the my statements now. <laughs> Say, so don't even say that word. Don't even say that. Right. The anxiety. Right. Y'all, I'm the one that's running for my accountant. Like, mm. the phone calls. Right. Please. They stress me out. It's so stressful. Because? It's just stressful. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, please just do it. Just do it. You just, just. But when I have to go through that spreadsheet and he's like, well, what'd you spend $4.32 on? It's mm. like, 
bro, I made how, you know, like, right. you asking me about $4, but that's what it comes down to. It does, because what it is, it it's giving you, um, it's giving you the, the view that you need of how you're actually doing. Like, how are you doing for real? And so I don't want you to think, it's not meant to deprive you. And it's not meant to control you because that's why some you talked about budgeting. Like some people hate budgeting. Budgeting, it, it's not meant to deprive you. It's just a, it allows you to keep the commitments that you've made to yourself. Mm. That's all so, it is. So I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but I recently had to like completely like blow up my business, the, my business model. You started. I off. got rid of a, mm-hmm. a lot of my team, yeah. and it really was like a long time coming, but. I can be honest in saying because I did not know the numbers in black and white, like in the back of my head, I knew that I'm paying these people out of my pocket. Like at this point, it's not making sense, but I wasn't seeing it in black and white. You couldn't see it in black and white. I couldn't see it. So if I had seen it a year ago, I could have made that tough decision a year ago versus putting myself in a worse position a year later. Yeah. Because like, does it make sense? And particularly people who have multiple things going on at one time. You know, you've got multiple businesses, but one business can absolutely be supporting the other one just because you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Because you want to do things that are profitable. Like, why waste your time? It's a complete waste of time. And that's what the numbers tell you. It's just like, hey, this is what's going on over here. Pay attention so you, as the leader, um, can make the appropriate changes or the decisions that you need to make. So why? I I know that I'm not a unique case. Like, I am. Obviously, the spotlight is on me. But I know that there are a lot. Because, I mean, I have friends that are super successful. That don't necessarily put as much time and energy into this into the managing of the money as we put into making money. Why do you think it's such, I think it's because again, it's not our comfort zone. Why do you think it is in your experience? Like the clients who are like me, why do you, what do you think is at the root of that? I think a lot of it, making money is glorified. Yeah. So, you know, you get the pat on the back for that. And there's nothing sexy or appealing about the accounting side. Nothing. Nothing. And so when you're talking about your taxes, if you're talking about running payroll or approving accounts payable, your bills, um, what people want to focus on is what's coming in. That's it. Who payroll? I just got stressed out again. <laughs> you just got stressed out again. But I think, again, we glorify making the money and we haven't taught people what it means to keep up with and track the money. Mm-hmm. But that's where you win. That's where all the opportunity is. Is that why you have this lesson plan? That's why I got a lesson plan because, um, you know, I was able to teach a class last week mm-hmm. and it was for entrepreneurs and it's say, like, hey, you know what? We understand that you don't do what we do. You're not an accountant. You're not a CPA. That's fine. But what are the core fundamental things that you need to know? Mm-hmm. Because there's some things I don't expect you to be able to be at my accounting level. That's not your goal. But what are the things that you need to know to make sure that you are, you're doing okay? Are you actually profitable? Mm -hmm. You know, when are you in trouble? Like you, you have to want to know that, you know, you got to want to know that. And you know, you and I were talking before not keeping up with this. It is, it's like dropping your kids off at daycare. You're going to say it again. I told you I'll say that again. You drop your kids off at daycare and you don't come back. So sit with that. Like that is so serious. You're a mom, and, and that is stressing and, me. I, <laughs> but it's but, act- but we, you, if you put it in those terms, my business is another child of mine. It at, definitely is my baby. And the love and the work and the sacrifice that it takes to do this. Like you have to make time for this. Like what is more important than this? So it doesn't mean it takes fifty percent of your time. You know, doesn't have to take even 25% of your time, but you have to have an intentional discipline. Here Mm -hmm. we go with the D word Mm -hmm. again. You have to have an intentional discipline way in how and when you are focused on your money. So you mentioned a money meeting and a money calendar. Yeah. Let's talk about those. So I, um, I swear by both of those. So what a money meeting is to me is every single Monday. This is how I start my day, mm-hmm. literally. So I am going to spend, um, I'm, I'm a little anal with it, but I'm going to have a meeting with my husband, David, first. We're going to have our own personal money meeting, and then I'm going to transition to my business 
meeting. And this is when I'm looking at my balances. This is when I'm paying my bills. This is when I'm having the call with my CPA or our investment advisors. Like I am completely focused, uninterrupted. How long is this money meeting? <laughs> um, I would suggest that you start minimally with about an hour because that way you can get it all done at one time. You're approving everything. All the reports that your accountant is sending you, your call with your accountant, it needs to happen at the time because now you're building the muscle. So now when they're using certain terminology, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm beginning to get comfortable. What does that mean? Now you'll get used to that. But but you have to build that muscle. So if you're not going to do it every week, I would strongly suggest at least twice a month mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs. I, and I say once a month is not enough because think about how much has happened in 30 in days. Yeah. Now you don't have time to make any corrections. You want to have time to see something like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this? What, what is this? We definitely need to fix this. So again, I believe in it personally and for your business as well. So what a money calendar is, in what month, what are you kind of hyper-focused on? So maybe, obviously, we know when tax season comes. So that way you already have time. Okay, in January, this is when I'm going to schedule time to focus on my taxes. Here are the times that I am going to sit down one-on-one -on -one with my investment advisor face-to-face. Mm -hmm, -face. Mm -hmm. Here are the other payroll deadlines that I have. Like each month, what are you going to kind of double down on? When you're going to focus on a deeper dive on your credit? When are you going to handle anything, any debt that you want to you know, focus on, but each month know what your theme is. So you'll know like, Hey, I need to dig just a little bit deeper mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. particular topic. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Y'all stressed? <laughs> No need to be stressed. It sounds real stressful. So one hour minimum, what is like the, the, well, the maximum? Well, let's build to that. You know, maybe you can start with 30 minutes because, again, to me, I just want to know that you can build the habit and you're getting okay with that time blocked in your calendar and everybody in your life respects that. So my team knows I, I don't talk to anybody Monday mornings. You know, I, I don't have any meetings. This is literally how I That's start my day. This is my priority. And this is how I start my week. That's also why I do it on Mondays, too. To mm -hmm. me, it sets the tone for everything else. Because a lot of times I see entrepreneurs, they're squeezing the money stuff in. D on the weekends, while they're watching Netflix, you know, running around with the kids. Money takes intentional focus time. So 30 minutes and just begin to build up. So one thing that I did love that you mentioned, and I think it goes back to why a lot of people are uncomfortable with the conversation is because we didn't necessarily grow up in households having these conversations. Not only did we not grow up in households having these conversations, some of us grew up in households where the mindset around money was like so many limiting beliefs, so much like lack mindset. And so that is in the back of our minds too. So one of the things that I really appreciated that you mentioned is that this is something that you're doing with your sons as well. And I imagine these are conversations you've they've been privy to so that when they are adults, full grown adults, and they have to make these decisions and manage the money, they're comfortable with it. Yeah. I think culturally, one thing that we have done wrong is 
money was always kind of grown folks' business. Mm -hmm. You know, how your parents didn't include you. You only knew when something was wrong, Mm -hmm. when people didn't have enough versus saying, hey, you know, we're getting ready to go buy a house. Bringing your kids along when you are uh, meeting with the mortgage company, when you're on the phone with your insurance agent, including your children in those conversations. Mm -hmm. Just hearing what you're talking about can change everything. You're going to buy a car. You take your children with you. And so when we are meeting with our investment advisors, well, my children are grown now. Um, they are invited to all those calls. When we are meeting with our CPA. Are they stressed out or this is just normal life um, for them? They're not stressed out, but um, I, I can tell they're four years apart that they approach it very differently. And I know Which one you, is like you? Is one of them like you? <laughs> no, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think so. But one actually is more like David where David is more current than I am. Like he's a news junkie. So anything that's going on in the world and the market, my oldest son Trevor, like he is he on it. it. He knows it. So he can engage. So to hear him say certain words and be comfortable with that, like we have to get our children comfortable with that. And so we are always just trying to handle something real quick. Oh, let me talk to my insurance agent real quick versus this is a teaching opportunity. Like what a great way for our children to understand our financial lives mm-hmm. versus now, if they don't learn it from us now, when are they supposed to start? Exactly. You know, when they're what, 20, 25 mm-hmm. and you know, now they're digging themselves out the hole. Yeah. 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 Whew. <laughs> You're going to be good, girl. You're going to be good. We're going to get it together. <laughs> I did see one of your posts, though, today, and it you, said, and I, said? I quote, "Yes, you don't have to spend more because you make more. And I want to know how. Right. How is that possible? Because the more money I make, the oh. more um, great things that I want to have. And, and you know what? And not just things, but experiences and investments I want to make. I think... As any, whether you're an entrepreneur, you work, you should, you deserve the, to have the life that you absolutely want. But what I've noticed is that a lot of people think it's an instantaneous thing. As soon as I begin making more money, I'm going to begin to do this. And my thing is, tell me about where you see yourself Mm -hmm. in three years, five years. And so are you making sure that those other longer term commitments, have you factored those in too? Because I don't believe in living a life of deprivation. That's crazy to me. Like I get to be here one time and I'm working hard. I'm going to live. But I, in addition to traveling, I am very committed to certain other things, whether it's um, your retirement, your child's college education fund. Are you factoring in the whole thing? But again, I see entrepreneurs immediately. I this month I begin to make more. So now my life is going Your to elevate. Is changing. But you know what? That puts so much pressure on yourself because you know the road of entrepreneurship. So are you prepared for the downturn? Mm-hmm. How are you going to sustain this? How thing? are you going to sustain this? So being an entrepreneur is difficult enough. Why are you going to put all this extra pressure on yourself? I personally can't handle that pressure. So I've kind of had to push back from, you know, um, being too over um too over committed financially mm-hmm. and overextending ourselves absolutely like for what for the instagram you know why they're doing it <laughs> for because the gram. yes doing it for the gram definitely right. doing it for the gram so what would you say Janai, are some of the things because we all all entrepreneurs at least have you know none of us start a business just to like just get by just to pay our bills like Heck we start no. businesses to get to whatever that level is right whatever we think that level of success is, what are some of the things that you think we should consider like before we blow up? Like what are the things that we need to, like what do I need to work on right now before I get to that next level? Cause I don't want to be making the mistakes with the million dollars in my bank account. Right. So when you just said that, it made me think about something. I want you to think about your business this way. Your business's job is to fund your life today, mm-hmm. but it's also has the responsibility of funding your future. So it has two jobs. So a lot of times we're looking at our businesses just so it can fund our lives today. But how are you going to fund your future? Mm -hmm. Where is that money coming from? Because certainly you don't want to be 60 and 70 and still. Absolutely not. No. So but how how, is that factored into your the your math is your math mathing right now? That's where the investments come in, right? <laughs> in my mind. That's a part of it. Okay. But have you, do you know what, how much it's going to take for you to live exactly? Like that, that's a number. Get like, the camera off of me, Kyle. <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> oh, <I'm> stress. <laughs> 
don't no, I don't know those numbers. But, but this is but this is this is more of a financial planner conversation, right? Absolutely. Okay. But um, you you have to look at everybody who works with you as part of your financial team, mm-hmm. and to me, that's a key part of being an entrepreneur and going from this level to that next multi million dollar level. All these people, your insurance agent, your CPA, your investment advisor, your financial advisor, that's actually your money team. That was one of my questions. Yeah. So you, okay. Are you treating them like a money team, though? How are you? No, engaged? I'm hiding from them. You're hiding from them. But how are they also engaging with each other? Because that's what it takes to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. There has to be some information sharing like and you are the leader of that team. You are in charge of that team. So I want to make sure that you feel confident about the team that you have around you. So you do. You need to have that CPA. That's super important. You definitely need to have that investment advisor. Um, If not one, maybe two. Because I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want all my money in one place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of feel some type of way about that. Um, Insurance is so important. You do not want one life event to change the course of your entire life. Janai, do you do the, the do you use insurance as an investment tool? Do um, you recommend that? You know, I actually am not an advocate of that. Yeah, it's either love it or hate it. That's why you, I ask. You love it or hate it. And because for me, for me it's because I need I need my investments to have a job and then I need my insurance to have another job. Mm -hmm. Like your job is when something is going down, that's when you kick in to make sure that we're good. So that that's my own personal philosophy. Mm -hmm. But um, I know people who are very happy who use insurance as investments. Just not not my thing. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing. But for me also too, for entrepreneurs, you're going to have to have some discipline back to the D word and structure because you're going to, who is the one maintaining these books? How do you know what's coming in and going out? You're going to have to be comfortable when I say balance sheet. If I say income statement, you need to not just know what it is, but you need to be comfortable looking at the key things on that. So that way you'll know, okay, I am, we're doing okay. Or wait, 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 wait. Houston, like we have a real problem here. So having just a CPA is not enough. Um, I think that's one important member of the team. And, And I'm saying this as a CPA, I personally don't like the bookkeeper also to be the CPA person preparing my tax return. Okay, wait, so that, break that down for me. That's me. Again, that, that's my own. And I'm saying this as a CPA and as an accountant because I like the accountability. Like the person who is taking care of my books, please make sure my books are good. Everything yes. is together. Uh-huh. But the person who's preparing my tax return, I look at this as an opportunity for some oversight. Like, okay, did we do the things that we were supposed to do? Because I'm like, if the same person is doing both, what does that really mean? I thought it meant that this was easier because (laughs) you've been preparing the books this whole year and now you got it all and you could just plug it in and make it make sense. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to do that, but for me... I like that. Oh, you I like the checks and balances. Deep. I like the checks and balances. Ooh. You know, and again, you're talking to a CPA. I do not do my own tax return. I do not do my own bookkeeping. But at least I know that I'm comfortable enough. I can log into QuickBooks. Okay, everybody, please be using QuickBooks. Really? Oh, yeah. You're not using. What you doing? What you using? Don't do that. We'll do what? that offline. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that offline. Please tell me what you're using. <laughs> okay. You have I'm to I'm using be. something. Okay. I am using something. You have to be using some sort of software. Everybody, it's it critical that you're using some sort of accounting software. 2022, y'all. Um, I am a huge QuickBooks fan. And it's designed for people who are not accountants. And it can give you everything that you need. So you want a tool that makes your life easier. So you're not like, it should not be a heavy lift. Like, oh, I want to see what did come in last year you know from all of last year compared to where I am this year Mm -hmm. you can pull that report in two seconds in QuickBooks you don't need your accountant to do that another thing whatever accounting software you use you should own that file Mm -hmm. it is your accountant cannot own that file Mm -hmm. that's your file you're inviting them to that file you gotta maintain control of that because you think your books are your life this is how you grow your business this is how you're able to get funding this is how you get your taxes done this is how you get approved if you're buying a significant asset your books are your bible and we've all heard i mean I'm sure there are several examples 
like current examples, but all I just keep thinking about is MC Hammer. You know, we all heard like the MC Hammer horror story of all, where is the money? Like right. all of the money is gone. You look up and you have not been doing the checks and balances. So I'm assuming these are the things that we have to be doing up front so that we don't get into yeah. that trouble because that really was just putting it off on somebody else and just expecting them to. Absolutely. And just not having the awareness, mm -hmm. you know, of like, again, what's coming in and what's going out. And what's scary to me is not the MC Hammers, but it's the people amongst us that this has happened to, but at much smaller scale that don't make the news. Because to mm -hmm. me, that's kind of an outlier situation. Mm -hmm. You know, he was famous. You know, he was really at the top. But you get taken advantage of in those situations when people think you got the money or they know you're not paying attention when you're not paying attention where's the accountability and a lot of times too what i've noticed about us culturally we will put people in place based on trust and not skill set Mm. And so a lot of times, you know, we're very fear based and I understand that. So it's like, wait a minute. Do you have someone who you trust and also who is competent and capable? Mm. You know, just because you're working with an accountant doesn't mean that they have to have full access. And now they can actually transfer and wire. You can give people just visibility to your accounts or to your QuickBooks files. But just make sure that you you have to know when something is going on. So when we hear like knowing the numbers, yes, what exactly are those numbers? So what I'm looking for is a couple of things that I want every entrepreneur to be comfortable with. So there's two, there's mul there's multiple reports. So I'm not going to bore you with all of them, but there's a few key things that I want you to pay attention to. One is your AR accounts receivable, right? Mm -hmm. You want to know what you are expecting in, particularly if you're a business where you invoice people. Like, do people, how past due are people? Do you know, like, what's going oh, on? Oh, now, now I pay my bills. Now the bills get paid. <laughs> am, I get, am I getting paid? That's the real question. That's the question. You, you want to know, uh, is it outstanding? Because that's how you're training your clients and customers. Are you paying attention to that? So you want to know what's called your open AR, your accounts receivable. Accounts payable is the other thing. Who do you owe? You know, are you paying your vendors and people on time? That will tell you a lot about how your business is doing. Are you intentionally stalling, you know, because you don't have the money or is it as your people owe you money? Now you can't pay your other bills. Those are all signs that you need to be paying attention to something. Um, I'm always looking at my income statement, mm -hmm. you know, that's your profit and loss or income statement. That's summarizing what's coming in and what's going out. And I'm just looking for trends. You know, is my travel and entertainment close to what it was that, you know, the month before. So here you go. Why well, you had to say travel and entertainment. I feel like <laughs> that was shade. That was for me to travel and entertainment because I don't want to know that number. What? But see, it does. It will tell you a lot. Doesn't mean that you have to make a change or doesn't even mean that it's wrong, but it will tell you a lot about what your priorities are. How are you spending your money? It's not bad, but again, it's just, just visibility. It's data. just information. So you are assigning an emotion to the number. I just don't have an emotion for the number. Mm. It just this is what it is. So now, now that I know the number, am I okay with it? Yes, no. Do I need to make any changes? Yes or no. That's what's important here. It's just that visibility. And then the last thing is the balance sheet. The balance sheet just tells you what you own and what you owe. What you own, like all the balances in your bank accounts. What are the balances on your credit cards? It just gives you a snapshot of, again, what you own and owe. And it's good to know you want to be current on what that looks like mm -hmm. for you. And can you sustain this business? Are you making good financial decisions? Or are you just out here kind of robbing people? Out here praying finessing. I know. Can't run a business that way. Um, so when it comes to the, the B word that I hate, mm -hmm. budgeting, um, and investing back into your business. Is there like a rule of thumb? Because, you know, you hear people saying, you know, 30%, what 30% of your profit should be reinvested into marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have like a rule of thumb or is every business like its own? Every business is different. I think it can be different based on your industry, but I have a slightly different philosophy. So what I believe is, so we always know income minus expenses equal profit. I believe income minus profit equals expenses. So just think about that. Income mm -hmm. 
I take the profit off the top first and what I have oh, and left what you over, have left. that's what I can spend to operate my business. And that's important for us entrepreneurs because, you know, a lot of people out here have businesses that are not profitable. They will do this for years. Like, why are you doing this? You're not winning. It has to be profitable. So I'm taking the profit off the top. And so I think it depends upon what you do, because obviously certain businesses are significantly more profitable Mm -hmm, than mm -hmm. others. Um, But I think, again, knowing those numbers. So I am literally looking at that every single month to say, hey, how much money am I transferring to my profit account? How much am I transferring to my retirement? How much am I transferring to my tax account? Because when it's time to pay that stuff, all I want to do is just, you know, make that transfer, write that check, keep it going. So do you have any um, tools or apps or resources that you can recommend? There's one that I've been using that has been stressing me out, y'all, every day called Truebill. And it okay. literally tells it's you, notified. like, you, yes. got, you got 29 bills due this week. Right. I'm like, bro, what? what who do I 29 people? <laughs> like, what do I have? Right. But that tells you, and one of my problems is I didn't sign up for every subscription under the sun. Mm. So I end up with four email subscriber providers that I'm paying $100 to. Like all of these things that I just am not using, but I'm blindly paying for for a year. So Truebill is one of the apps that I use that helps me to know like what I need to cancel, what I need to let go of. Do you have any recommendations? And it gives you that visibility. It stresses me out. It stresses you out. So there's a few things that I love. I already told you I love QuickBooks. Um, For people, for entrepreneurs who have um, vendors to pay, I love a company called Bill, Mm B-I-L-L.com. Amazing. Oh my God, amazing. For paying. So when you have vendors to pay. Is that like Veeam? I'm not familiar with. Okay, me. I think it's it's a it's how I used to pay my travel agents. It's like a almost like payroll, but it's for contractors. It's I guess for you contractors, pay yeah. Okay. And but I love it too because now all your contractors they get um, alerts when you have approved mm-hmm. their invoices. Mm-hmm. They when the money is deposited, they get that email. They can log in and see all the times that you've been paid. paid. Yeah, absolutely. So Bill again, b i l l dot com is one of my favorites. Um, Entrepreneurs, if you have employees, you need to use a payroll service. Please don't do that on your like own. Like Gusto? Gu- I, I hear nothing but good things about Gusto. Not, I don't have an F. Yeah. I don't have an F. I might no. be a C. But no, I got no, a couple no. of a couple tools. Absolutely. So please, please, please use a payroll service. Payroll taxes are the number one issue why and um, entrepreneurs get in trouble. Payroll is like the biggest scam ever. When I ran payroll for the first time, I could not, y'all, I could not believe that I had to pay payroll taxes and I'm going to have to pay income taxes on it. I could not believe that this was how my life was supposed to operate. Isn't it crazy that people don't understand that uh, Medicare and Social Security that comes out of your paycheck? I don't want it. That the employer has to match that dollar for dollar. That is crazy. Yes, you have to use a payroll service. Please, please, please use that. So and then for personal awareness, I like Mint. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard good things. Um, and also anybody who um, for taxes, if anybody's like, oh, I can kind of do my own. I'm a fan of Intuit. So I love TurboTax. All gotcha. things Intuit. I'm a fan of. OK. Yeah. OK. So last question, since we did yes. start out the show asking about and then if you got anything on your lesson plan that yes. you want to share. <laughs> she stressed me out when she pulled up with these papers. Not um, plan. But we did start off the show talking about recession. And I know that it's like this looming conversation that people are like Mm -hmm. the world is going crazy right now and you know maybe rightfully so I don't know I'm just not subscribed to like being scared of things like this but what do you what is your advice for not only like surviving but being able to thrive because there's a whole group of people that come up in these recessions this can be some of the best economic times for people my advice is this you need to be focused on your own personal economy Mm. we can't change the world economy we can't impact the u.s economy but tell me about your own personal economy how are you going to impact so i see people always you know getting tight getting ready for you know the doom and the gloom but where's the opportunity to make money 
Mm-hmm. Like, are you paying attention to where the opportunity is? Where is it? Didn't I? Well, it depends you know? upon you. Like you said, you asked the right question. What is your skill set? What is your interest? Where can you lean in at? Are you paying attention? Are you always on the phone? Are you paying attention to as you're moving about the world? Like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. I could do that. Oh, this always happens when I'm at my child's school or when I'm hanging out with my girlfriends here. Like, you have got to pay attention what's going on in the world. Everybody's got their heads down and they're not listening and paying attention like you said what are people asking you over and over Uh and uh over again so please take the opportunity to do that because you want to do it before you're forced to do it before you have to so that way you can potentially ease into that and I'm also curious where people can add more value at their current employer Mm. everybody's always looking for a way out I'm an employer I I want a superstar that's like, hey, we could do this, 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 and this. People want to hear about that and understand and know what you how you want to be compensated for these ideas and the additional value that you have to add. You don't always have to leave, but you have to add value. You can't just want more. Right, 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 right. right. You know, Gotta and all sense. companies are looking for that. Anything on your lesson plans? Did we go through it all? Oh, girl. Look at all these papers. Girl. Zoom in. Can you zoom in on the paper? She, she was girl. like, hold on, I'm almost ready. I got to print out no, a stack of papers no, first. No, no, no. We did it all? I think we did it all. But money meetings. Money calendar. Money calendar. And that's what you're focused Let me recap. Yes. The money meetings is your weekly Monday, 15 to 60 minute. <laughs> meeting with yourself where you're focused on your finance and your money calendar that's when you're deciding your priority for the month what's your priorities absolutely that's really really important that way you can double down on those areas yes i survived y'all oh jesus she survived i survived listen jenna for the people who want more stressful conversations you're so crazy where can they find you (laughs) let them know where they can find no really good information though really good information because it's all of Uh, that you share on your social too because it's it's more so about like being proactive versus like waiting for these things to happen to you yeah and don't run from this that's all i can say i know it's not sexy i'm a runner i'm a track you know what i mean it may not be sexy it's not what people want to post about but i promise you if you put this foundation in place whether you're an entrepreneur or not, it is going to change your entire financial life. This is how you win. And this is also the preparation season to get to the next level. This is the foundation that you have to do. So yes, you can engage with me on social media at Janai Thornton. That's J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And then ladies, you can join my free money community. That's at thankmelater.money. So if you don't want to know, if you don't want the headache of knowing what to focus on each month, we will guide you through that each month in our community i love it and i appreciate it you got me together girl you got the people together these are much you know i'm i'm not really joking i am really stressed out but these are conversations that will keep you stuck if you don't have them this is where it starts so i'm talking to myself this week when i say girl stop playing (laughs) because if you want to get to the next level you got to be willing um, to do next level things so thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the girl stop playing podcast make sure you like comment subscribe and share this episode with a friend who needs to get their mind right and their money up Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.